0: Welcome to Season 2 of The Knowledgeist. I want to say thank you to all my listeners and also for all the questions you guys have submitted. I have a lot of work to do and we have a lot of learning to do together. So coming up on Season 2, we will have a good friend of mine who is a behavioral therapist on the show answering any questions we might have about human behavior. So send in your questions. Also, my good friend Linny will be providing specific music for our episode topics starting with today's episode which is going to be all about frogs so let's get learning this is michelle your local knowledgeist. welcome to the first episode of season two Today's episode, All About Frogs, has been inspired by some time my friends and I spent on the island of Colanta. We had so many questions about these fascinating creatures because when we'd come out of our hotel in the morning, there would be frogs in our shoes. We'd be eating dinner. The frog would be sitting next to us, catching some flies. And when we were driving the motorbike, especially at night, the frogs would be all over the streets. And one of us even had a frog jump up while we were driving on the motorbike. So this episode is inspired by all the questions we had about frogs, we just wanted to learn more. So let's do it. There are about 6,000 different species of frogs worldwide. A common misconception that frogs and toads are different animals, but they're actually part of the same species. The word toad is used for frogs that usually have warty and dry skin, and also they have shorter hind legs. So they are the same animal. The world's largest frog is the Goliath frog in West Africa, which can grow up to 15 inches and weigh up to seven pounds. That's a pretty big f- frog. I'm not surprised it's called the Goliath frog. And it is believed that frogs have been around since the, there's evidence that they were on the Earth about two million years ago. So that's just as long as the dinosaurs. So these fascinating creatures, not only are they interesting, but they're very resilient and they're definitely survivors. So I'm going to start off talking about some of the poisonous frogs that are out there. One of the questions my friend Ash had was um, he just wanted to know more about the cane toad. So the cane toad is a large, warty, poisonous amphibian. Who was originally around in the areas of South and Central America, and it's actually considered to be one of the worst invasive species in the world. So they were actually imported into different countries to help control, like, um, like agricultural pests. And not only was that not always successful, um, but they wound up reproducing and spreading themselves. These frogs, so they will eat insects they would eat almost anything they could so like small birds or other mammals and reptiles amphibians so they will definitely be invasive to whatever they interact with so one of the stories i found was that in 1935 they um There were 2,400 cane toads that were imported into North Queensland, which is in Australia. And this was to help control their cane beetle problem. That, like, these cane beetles were eating the roots of the sugar cane that they were trying to grow, that farmers were trying to grow. So at the time, there were no natural predators to these... Uh, cane toads. So, not only were they not being k- killed or hunted, they were eating everything they came in contact with and they reproduced so easily and so they quickly spread. Um, cane toads could actually lay up to, I think, 8,000 eggs at once, which is quite a large number. I could not even imagine but these poisonous toads they have the ability to like kill pets so if a pet licks them bites them they are then injected with this poison that the the frog spews out And, um, it, the, so the poison is called bufotoxin, and it contains two different chemicals. One is buffogen, which affects the heart. And the other is bufotine, which is a hallucinogen. Um, this poison comes from like the behind their shoulders. And if it goes into your pet's mouth, then they are definitely in danger of not surviving. And also as humans, it could affect us too. So if you ever do get sprayed by this toad, wash your hands, don't touch your eyes or your mouth. But yeah, so actually they could lay between 8,000 and 3,000 eggs at a time. And then also their eggs and their tadpoles are poisonous. So they're very adaptable and they definitely could cause some damage in whatever area they are in. The second, is, the second poisonous frog I'm going to talk about is the poison dart frog. And you guys may have heard of this one. This is a tiny little frog, about one, possibly two inches, usually found in South and Central America as well. And they're very colorful. They look very pretty. But that is good for their predators or their enemies because it's a good warning that, hey, I'm actually poisonous if they're brightly colored. Um, other animals tend to stay away. But this poison dart frog, even though it's only one inch, it has the ability to harm up to 10 grown men and other um, animals, any animal that it comes in contact with. So indigenous people in Colombia specifically have used this poison in this frog to, to harm their enemies. They would, they would dip the darts in it. And then, um, when they were hunting and then use the darts to kill their what they were hunting and so I believe that's where the name came from the poison dart frog so the next topic I'm going to talk about is how frogs give birth because I found some interesting ways that frogs have given birth and the first is this Suriname toad which can lay up to 100 eggs at once and when they lay their eggs the eggs are actually distributed over her back So the eggs are distributed on the back and then her skin actually swells around the eggs and then it kind of looks like a honeycomb like structure and they sit there for about 10 to 20 weeks while the fully formed toads are, are forming and then they push out through the membrane that covers the toads back and there you go. She has her baby frogs or baby toads. The other interesting thing I found was that there is a Darwin frog that when the tadpoles hatch, the male frog actually swallows the tadpoles. And he keeps his young in his vocal sac for about 60 days and they grow in his vocal sac and then he coughs up these tiny little fully formed frogs. So it's an interesting way to, I guess, raise your young or, or uh, give birth. And yeah, there are so many interesting information about these resilient animals. And I call them resilient because they've been around for so long. And there are just many different qualities that they have that make them resilient. So there is a wood frog toad in North America that actually freezes in the winter. And then it comes back alive in the spring. So as the temperatures fall, the wood frog's body begins to shut down. It's breathing, it's heartbeat, it's muscle movement slow, and then they stop. And the water in the frog cells freeze. It's replaced with glucose that helps it stay alive. And then when spring comes, the, as the temperature warms in the area around the, the woodland frog, warms Uh, the frog also warms up its body functions resume and then it just hops off like nothing ever happened so that's pretty crazy these i would say that a group of birds is called a flock a group of cattle is called a herd and these badass frogs they're called an army there are so many fascinating i keep saying that word but i cannot think of a better word to describe them fascinating things about these animals so i hope you learned a lot about frogs and let's keep learning